Kevin Cole with you. I'm down in the performance space with Polyrhythmics, and it is so great to have you guys in here. It has been uh, a long time in the in the works for me, at least. We're excited to be back in beautiful new room. I know. Awesome space. It's sweet. So uh, we'll talk about the new album, Octagon, in just a bit, but uh, how about taking it away with a couple songs? You got it. Thank you. 
Polyrhythmics live on the afternoon show, sounding absolutely fantastic. Two songs from the new album, Octagon, Fairweather Fiends, and uh, Marukin, and uh, sounding great. Thank you. Uh, ben Bloom on guitar. You got a big band here. Why don't, Ben, do you want to give a quick rundown of uh, what's going on so listeners get a, a visual in their mind of what they're, uh, what they're hearing? Absolutely. Picture nine clowns in a row. No, basically, to my left, we have Nathan Spicer at the Hammond organ, clavinet, and keyboards. We have uh, the lovely Lalo Bayo on percussion playing congas, playing timbales today, bells, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Grant Schroff, a.k.a. Champagne Bubble Bath on the drums and cymbals. Uh, we have Jason Gray on the electric bass guitar, Scott Morning on trumpet, Art Brown on sax, and Elijah Clark on trombone. Uh, welcome, guys. Great to have you here. So, uh, so Ben, the first uh, album, the first EP, I should say, came out in 2010. Uh, how did you guys get together? What, uh, what, what was happening then, and what were you, uh, what were you looking for? Well, um, basically... Myself and Grant, at sort of at similar times, had kind of this idea. We didn't really we knew each other a little bit, but we sort of had this idea at the same time in Seattle to sort of start a large for- format, um, Afrobeat influenced polyrhythmic funk band, yeah. um, instrumental focus, and we kind of just happened to connect on this idea uh, at the same time, and we we knew a lot of similar musicians. Um, and uh, some, you know, some, some people, uh, Grant knew more than me, and, and I knew some others. And we kind of just started getting together and shedding some music um, with the purpose of putting out a 45. We really wanted to make vinyl. Yeah. And uh, basically what ended up happening was the players that you see here today, or, or here, here today on the radio, as, as it were, um, are the same people that ended up in that room on that very first uh, recording session Sweet. with us. And, um, you know, we basically recorded an EP. Uh, a few of those tracks made it to 45. And... Uh, you know, really from there, it just kind of took on a life of its own, you know, as a recording project and then later as a live touring unit. Yeah. Now, for listeners who may not know, uh, your music is sometimes described. It's definitely funky uh, and uh, world beat or Afrobeat. What, how would you describe it yourself? And, and what does uh, Afrobeat mean? Well, I'd describe our music as polyrhythmic funk music. Yeah, um, nice. I really try to stick to that you know, description only because we have so many influences that are really, really broad, all kinds of world music influences as well as you know, modern influences um, from rock to reggae to hip-hop to funk to jazz, all kinds of stuff. Um, but we really wanted to stay true to the idea of creating music that can be danceable but also um, you know, heady enough to be appreciated you know, um, by the connoisseur of notes, as yes, it were. Yes, it works both ways. Um, yeah, and so, you know, so that's kind of, that's kind of the thing. After Afrobeat, you know, really is a real strong influence in the sense that it's, you know, pretty much defined by that as polyrhythmic funk music. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the, a lot of Fela Kuti's uh, recordings really influenced us early on and still to this day um, influence what we do. Um, and so we definitely incorporate that. But as you can see, you know, none of us are from West Africa. And, uh, you You're know, from we, West we, Seattle. Exactly. West Seattle uh, represent. But um you know, it's definitely a strong influence, but it's just one of many flavors that we like to introduce in our music. Yeah, I love it. Uh, the music is incredibly expansive. As you say, it's very danceable, of course. Uh, also heady, though. And um, I'm wondering, when you write the material, does it all come together as a group just uh, starting to jam and you find a groove that you lock into? Uh, how, how do the songs take form? Um, we write music in a lot of different ways, and, and one of the ni- amazing things about being uh, in a band for, for this many years with the same number of people is that it's, it's always changing. Our writing process, our influence process is always changing. A lot of times, a member will bring a, a band, uh, bring a song to the band that's complete, yep. and in a lot of cases, um, we write collaboratively as well, so maybe a groove and a, a hook will be established, and then someone like Scott will come in and write a horn arrangement for it, or, um, you know, it's, it's really all over the map. It's very rare. Our time is... is 
is, you know, we're usually performing, yep. touring, sitting in a van, or recording, or working towards some, one of those goals. So, it's, you know, time to just jam is sort of uh, happens on stage more than anywhere else. And so what, what ends up happening is a lot of music really gets written um, on, on tour and um, through our live shows. So a lot of our, our fans who come to see us live get to hear a lot of the music way before it's ever recorded. So there's a... Uh, a a lot of freedom when you play live. Uh, improvisation is part of what's, what you're doing. It is. You know, improvisation is, is, a, is one of the elements of what we do. I think that more than anything, we've, we try to rely on our improvisation as like, a, as like a tool, but we try to actually hone our craft of not making it seem like we're improvising yeah. um, and really trying to, come, you know, even when we are improvising on stage, really trying to do it in a way that serves the music and serves the song. Most importantly, it serves the groove. I mean, the, the foundation of our music is built on circular and oval-shaped grooves. That's basically the two foundations this is good the two I like pillars this. of uh of the building blocks to a, fa- well, to a polyrhythmic what, what, what's the circular so you know a circular <laughs> groove is one that kind of is kind of that kind of just you know keeps going around and around in circles yep, yep. so you can basically start and and, and and you can enter or leave at any time cool um you know where the oval one tends to have a little bit of inflection at the end of the measure and maybe a little bit of a pickup at the beginning of the measure so it kind of whips you forward so it's sort of a natural start and stop point so is it one or the other or is it uh... sometimes it's one or the other and sometimes it's both really both of those are really powerful at creating a trance and that's kind of what Fela Kuti um, really, really mastered with his music and his, his ability to take these circular and oval-shaped grooves and really put the people in a trance so he could deliver a message. You know, our message is melodic content and, uh, you know, um, harmonic exploration. I like this. I'm learning a lot. Melodic content. Yeah. That's good. Um, so uh, you recorded or put out a 7-inch uh, earlier last year that you recorded at, uh, at Oregon Studios. Uh, and the studio is always described as legendary whenever I hear anybody talk about Killian Studios. But what, what is it that makes it legendary? Well, I, think- I, I don't know much about it other than Oregon recorded there. And I imagine it's just floor to ceiling with analog gear. <laughs> Well, um, without giving too much of it away, because I encourage any, uh, anyone to get out there and, and book a session at the studio, I think it's legendary because of the recordings that come out of that studio. Nice, yeah. You know, I think that um, Sergio is an amazing engineer. Um, they use a very primitive and, um, you know, antiquated gear and a lot, of, a lot of, not just analog, but all kinds of stuff that's funky and weird. And Sergio just has a really good wrangle on it. I mean, it's, it's the type of situation where you walk into it's a very small room, very small space, um, very similar to the way that we recorded our first few 45s ourselves. Yes. Um, but they're just masters. Sergio's got a great ear. They're, they're masters of their tape machine. Um, they really have the drums dialed. They have everything kind of situated in, the, in a way in the room. I mean, Nate played the Hammond that they had there through like a Fender Twin amp, so it wasn't even through a, a, a Leslie or anything like that with the recordings. But it just, it's, there's just a sound, you know? There's these rooms that you walk into, these places that you play that, that just have a certain character, and you really can't... I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're making good music, you can't make it sound bad there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good reason for... Uh, to record there. <laughs> Very cool. Polyrhythmics live here on the afternoon show. Uh, the new album is Octagon, and uh, you guys toured pretty heavily for the last album. Is is what? What's the plan around uh, this album that came out in November? So. You, it's true. We um, part of part of our flow as we've been as we've been developing as a band is is trying to balance the record. You know, the whole industry of recording and promoting a record and doing all this stuff. And we we kind of fall in a lot of different genres. So there's not really like a guidebook to follow. Yeah. So what we've done is we've gone out on the road and we played our tunes, whether they're new or old or brand new. Sometimes for a long time before we put out records. And um, you know, that being said, like our touring cycle and our record releases sometimes overlap. Mm-hmm. We're kind of con- I look at it like we're a band that's continually touring. Yeah, just and we're trying to. Sp- the, you know, we're basically trying, we're basically mobile record shops 
you know, we go across the country to, um, to sell our records on vinyl and CD and anything that we, that we have that's current, um, because if we don't do it, who will? Yeah, that's a, that's a great visual. That's a cool concept. Mobile record shop while you're playing, while you're touring. It'd be really awesome if, uh, if you could also have like a mobile recording studio, right? And you could be uh, recording stuff on the fly as it's going on. And well, we do that as well, actually. Um, and Jason, <laughs> you know, we're really, really fortunate in this band to have, um, have Jason Gray as our, our engineer, our bass player. And yep. um, he's, uh, he's got a studio in West Seattle that is, uh, at, at this point, um, somewhat mobile, but will be a fixture of the West Seattle community here real soon. And he did a lot of the mixing on that. He does a lot of our live recording and archives and stuff. And there, we have a lot of stuff that we're kind of sitting on that we're excited to release. One thing that I'm super pumped about is a recording that we just made with, with Jason and uh, a, a fellow uh, musical soul brother named Lucky Brown in mm-hmm. the Northwest. And we're, we're, we're going to drop a 45 this spring that we just uh, just finished and is off to the pressing plants that's really, really hot. Very it's called cool. I Believe in Love, and it'll be coming out uh, later this year. Very cool. Polyrhythmics live on the afternoon show. Uh, how about more music? Uh, what, what do you got next? You got it. We're going to play a song that comes from our last full-length record. This song is called Chingador. It's from the Libra Stripes album. Um, and it goes like this. Thank you. 
Polyrhythmics Live on the Afternoon Show. I've got that song down as Lord of the Fries. That's right. And what's that from? Uh, that is a song that we wrote um, last year or so on the road, and we've been playing it, and we're, we just haven't had the chance to record it yet. Very so cool. Wanted to give it to you guys. Well, I appreciate you sharing it with the uh, Afternoon Show listeners. And uh, Chingador, right before that, from uh, 2013's Libra Stripes. And, uh, man, just sounding great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, doing two shows. So uh, tomorrow night at the uh, Rhythm and Rye in Olympia and then at the Tractor Tavern on Saturday night. That's right. Both of these are our vinyl release party. We finally oh, nice. got our vinyl cool. copies of Octagon, so we have them for sale for both shows, and we're going to celebrate. Sweet. And are those uh, going to be at stores around town, too? They are. Excellent. Uh, huge thanks to uh, Jim, Justin, and Scott on video. Uh, Renata on uh, taking photographs. Kevin Suggs on sound. Matt O running the board. Uh, Susan Hospitality. Larry Rose behind the scenes. And uh, to all the listeners at Power KEXP, thank you so much. Polyrhythmics live on the afternoon show.